Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Los Angeles friendos, join Going In Raw as we go live on stage with Wrestling With Regrets' Brian Zane, September 24th at the Nerdist Showroom in L.A. The link to tickets is in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, Brendel Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the dirt sheet. We're doing it live today, Larson. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about today. We do. It's the only place right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You guys can get your all your info. We got to check our audio now, Larson. Oh, wait, we can't do it for a couple more seconds. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing good. How was your weekend, Larson? Um, I'm sick now, so. <laughs> what a drag. Hold on, I'm going to check audio. Oh, yeah, look at that. We got audio. audio. Hooray. Great. Hooray. I'm really excited about this. Did you see my new new set? It's coming along over there. You guys can't see it now, but uh, I've been working on my my Going and Raw daily set. You excited about that? You guys get to see it tomorrow. Mm. Hope you guys are doing good. Did you paint both the bookshelves? I painted that one and then I got I needed to get more spray paint for the Oh, other gotcha. Yeah. That looks kind of green. Uh, yeah, it is. It's like supposed to be fluorescent green. I already got one super chat already from uh, Daniel McKellar. Right. Two pounds. Thank you. Alright, so today, on today's show, we're going to talk about the sexy star Rosemary is an incident from Triple Mania that everybody's talking about that happened over the weekend. Uh, we're also going to talk about, uh, what does it say here? Oh, Asuka moving to Maine. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you guys don't want to hear about what happened on NXT, even though WWE had zero problems tweeting about it, putting it oh, on their website. all over the place. Everybody I know. was talking about it. So, I know. You know, it's not really a spoiler. And uh, we're also going to be talking about the New Day. Yes. And Vince McMahon's possible plans for them. To be though, the best ever. Yeah, even though that, those, those, his plans can change on a whim. Yes. Uh, but first, I want to mention that we are on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson, um, uh, where we have like a bevy of reward tiers. Tomorrow, we're going to be doing our Raw recap, then Wednesday, our SmackDown, and then, of course, on Thursday, our NXT 205 Live. And we live stream them for those uh, $5 and up patrons. I also want to mention tomorrow uh, we have uh, the WGPW Super Show happening at 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time, 24-carat stream, World Golden Powers exclusive Super Show. Every belt will be defended. Wow, huge. And we'll find out whether uh, Top Notch Super Best will, in fact... Battle Mecha Santa. We will find out tomorrow. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna find that? Where Where can people go for that? Let's do it on YouTube. On YouTube, really? Wow! You're sort of see. I've gone all in on Twitch with uh, WCW. All right, fine. I'll do it on Twitch. Oh no! Oh my goodness gracious! Go to Twitch t- Twitch TV forward slash Stephen Larson for your 24 karat stream. Yeah. Marcus Daniels five dollars. Says I literally was just thinking about you guys. Thought about this sexy star incident. Yeah, well, let's use that as our segue to get right into <laughs> right, it. Why don't we talk about sexy star? 
Sexy star, make you humble, Rosemary. Uh, okay, so uh, this past weekend on Saturday, yeah. speaking of Twitch, um, for uh, it was it was available live. Yeah, on Triple Twitch. Mania was. That yeah, was pretty Triple cool. Mania. That was rad. They had like a marathon beforehand yeah. of like past Triple Manias. So I'm not caught up on my AAA. Although thanks to um, are we going to talk about Kate? Sorry, there's a super chat here. We're gonna well address our super chat. How about this? At the end of each segment, we're still figuring out this live stuff. At yeah, the yeah, end of each segment, we'll go to Super Chat. We'll go to Super Chat. So if you have so, questions about... Feel free to, to give us money. Uh, yeah, if you have we'll, questions about the sexy star thing, yeah, uh, either put them in now, get them ready, because when we're done, we'll take some questions. Exactly. Yeah. So Because like the thing is, if we stop our conversations every time we get a Super Chat... You we're know, gonna be lost. Assuming we just get flooded with money, we're just gonna get lost. It just make the show crap. Especially I'm sick. I'm not feeling top notch. It'll also give me some time to look up who this Casey Catanzaro is. I don't know. I think is. she was one of the uh, competitors in the May Young Classic. Oh, oh okay, okay, right on. That's what I think this morning hey, they signed yeah. some. We'll, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. So let's let's get back to this. Thing. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Many. So the only reason why I know anything about AAA wrestling. Um, is because of GFW, because they have a relationship with AAA, and so guys like Drago um, were at, at Triple Mania. Um, and so I had it on in the background while I was uh, cleaning up my office. How do you like my office? It's called Clean Now. <laughs> I moved some stuff. Yeah, no, Anyways, I had it on in the background. Um, and uh, and it's so to, to a newcomer, so I'm still even, I'm still learning about uh, New Japan. Man, AAA, they have a massive roster. Yeah. And a lot of the characters, here's the thing that I liked about it from like purely an outside observer. I'm not, I am not versed at all. I was like, Psycho Clown, what's that? Dr. Wagner, what is he, a dentist? What's that? What's that gimmick all about? What's that? What's going on there? And the guy's like 50 years old. He's a legend, evidently. Yeah. Or this is, was this son of Dr. I don't know what it is. It was Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I put it on because it's a thing. And, uh, you know, Jeff Jarrett showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, to be honest with you, that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, and so I was watching, you know, so it was in the background. Uh, and I had heard, so I watched it yesterday. It actually took place on Saturday. Yeah. And I had heard about uh, uh, Rosemary having her elbow popped out. Yeah. Right? It was like dislocated or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, it was during the, uh, was this Reyna de Reynas? Okay. Match. Okay. Um which saw Rosemary take on Lady Shani or Shani. Uh, and I? Is that what it is? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, Hayako Hamada and the champion, Sexy Star. Um, and according to Pro Wrestling Insider, during good the match... Good job on the pronunciation of... Uh, what did you just say? Hayako Hamada. Oh, good job. Um, Lady Shani or Shani and Sexy Star were legit shooting at each other. Like they were fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the finish of the match saw Sexy Star put Rosemary in, a, in an arm bar mm-hmm. and dislocated her arm. Yeah. Or so they thought. Yeah. Early word was that Rosemary's condition was minor, like her injury wasn't significant. Um, but then Person Insider reported yesterday that there was some, uh, quote, discoloration and swelling around her elbow, and that could possibly indicate a tricep tear. Yeah. Which would be Bad. a pretty significant injury. Yeah, not good. Um, also, money. according to Pro Wrestling Insider, uh, Vampiro brought Sexy Star to Rosemary in the locker room mm-hmm. to apologize yeah. um, before uh, Sexy Star left the arena, because apparently uh, Lady Shawnee... Um, was not happy about oh yeah no, the dude. shoot nature of their match yeah and was looking to continue the shoot nature of their match in the locker room yeah and uh, so before we get to the reactions from so immediately people were like wait a second was this was this a shoot or was this a work was this real or was this fake evidently all signs are pointing to this was a shoot this was yes. her as they say going into business for, for herself. herself before we get to the reaction from uh, the, the the wrestling, wrestling community yes. community uh, we'll go to so Rosemary waited about a day uh, to post. Uh, her response to this. Everybody was eagerly awaiting that. Um, and she said the following on Twitter. It's long. You have to read the whole thing. It's um, lengthy. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read it. It's only three notes. It's four. Four note pages. Well, well it's, three, it's like three and a half. Let's do excerpts. Hey, look, man, this is a podcast. All right, fine. Known for length. Well, this isn't daily. She says, let me make this perfectly clear. If you take liberties with someone's body when they are giving it to you and trusting you to keep them safe, you are not tough. You're an asshole, and you don't belong in this business. Sexy Star decided to do just that this weekend at Triple Mania. And while I have remained quiet on social media until I was more calm to address the situation, I have now been informed that she is telling people that it is a work. You are all now being informed that Sexy Star is a liar. She was a liar in the locker room. 
when she was forced to apologize and instead cooked up some bullshit excuse that she, quote, didn't know, and she is a liar now. You know if you are torquing on someone's arm. You know an armbar is a real and dangerous hold. The only reason your face is not broken right now is because a little voice inside my head, as I lay on the apron, kept repeating, don't go to Mexican prison. Thanks, demon. However, turning to positives, the outreach from the wrestling community has been incredible. I'm overwhelmed with how much love I feel right now from friends, fans, and people I have yet to meet in this amazing business. We are family and we protect our own. If you violate that, you are not welcome here. I also want to thank the AAA locker room. Multiple people came up to me saying how sorry and disgusted they were. Thank you, Hamada and Shanai, who also had to deal with bullshit from Star during that match. Thank you, Vampiro, for professionally trying to calm a volatile situation, though, as you know, once the excuses started pouring out of Sexy Star... <clears throat> excuse me, Sexy Star's mouth in lieu of an apology, it was over. Finally, thank you to the amazing GFW locker room, both present that night and not. I have so much support from everyone, and talent, crew, and office have all reached out to show me that. Um, so, you know, so here, here's the thing. So on our channel, we've been, uh, or I have been doing GFW reviews. Yes. And our position on TNA GFW has always been the same. We really, really want those wrestlers to succeed. Yes. Um, and that's why we want TNA GFW to succeed, even though their business practices at the top level have, you know, traditionally been kind of on the shady side. Yes. Um, not paying their ref or the, not paying their wrestlers, not paying production, et cetera, yes. et cetera. There's yes. been a, a litany of that stuff. So, but we want the wrestlers to do good, and that's and that's why I watch the show is because I want to check out the wrestling and the wrestlers that they're bringing in. Yeah, and, and, and I really like Rosemary. I think and to be honest, you know, we, we, we joke around a lot about GFW, and the only reason I don't watch it is because literally I have to edit a show Thursday night when it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it weren't for that, I would probably watch it most weeks. Because here's the thing. It is a fascinating it, – it's, it's fascinating to understand that TNA has been around for 15 years now. I know. That's, that's and surprising to hear. They've seemingly been teetering on collapse at least the last 10 years. Many times. And so it is fascinating to watch a company, now they seemingly have their business orders getting into place, you know, t turning a positive corner. I'd like to see them and, and what steps they're taking to, you know, get back to prominence, get back to a good spot. Because mm -hmm. for a while, they were in a pretty decent spot when they were bringing up guys like AJ Styles, yep. Mojo. Yep. Seems like when they brought in Hogan, seemed to be when, you know, they, they were making some bad going downhill. Hogan and Russo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, in any event, this is number one. This is an absolute bummer. Yeah. Um, especially for, obviously, for Rosemary, who, you know, hopefully this isn't actually a terror. Hopefully this is I know, I know. Hopefully the, the initial uh, thought that this was a relatively minor injury uh, turned out to be the case. Yeah. Um, going back to the reaction from the wrestling world, the yeah. wrestling community, it was swift. And it was unanimous mm -hmm. in uh, condemning yeah. uh, Sexy Star's actions. Um, Sammy Callahan. Steve's doorbell just rang. Let's see if my dog says anything. There she goes. There she goes. She's not getting up. Well, this means she's going to sit where she is and just bark. What to do, Steve? What no, to just do? Keep on going. Okay, keep okay, on okay. Going. Keep on going. Um, tell you what, you read some reactions. There you go. Take care of business. There you go. Yep. I'll do it live. So uh, Sammy Callahan wrote a pretty long post uh, in which he states, "Quote: After seeing what happened to Rosemary last night at Triple A, I'm outraged. Our generation needs to band together and end shit like this once and for all." Um, Cody Rhodes said, "Quote: Sexy star will never set foot in one of my locker rooms." I hope others follow suit. Uh, Joey Ryan uh, said, quote, whether it's dick flips or submissions, we constantly put our health in each other's hands. If you violate that trust, you're not one of us. Um, Eve Women Wrestling um, said, uh, quote, dear fellow wrestling promoters, do you value the safety of your talent? Then now is the time to cancel sexy star bookings from your show. Um, and WrestleCade appears to be the first promotion to do just that. They've uh, canceled the Sexy Star booking um, that was set to happen in November at one of their events, and they issued a statement on Twitter in which they said, quote, there is no place for this in professional wrestling, therefore we have made a decision not to bring Sexy Star to WrestleCade weekend. So it seemingly is pretty obvious that uh, the wrestlers, promotions, kind of across the board, um, thinks it sucks. What Sexy Star did sucked. 
that she uh, went into business for herself and put the health and safety of her opponent at risk for the sake of doing something. I'm not sure what her end game was. Um, so if you guys have questions, uh, we can get to them now while Steve is apparently handling a delivery. Uh, Mr. Michael Law, 2011, says uh, $2. Will you talk about Casey Catanzaro signing with WWE? We're going to talk about the Mae Young Classic kind of in general later on the show. I'm going to scroll down. Sorry. Uh, Trey Sammons, $2. Just want to say hi, guys. Hello, Trey. Um, Emilio Hernandez, $5. Worst part is AAA probably won't do anything to punish her. Um, they kind of they uh, they uh, kind of did a screw job on uh, on uh, was it Taya um, when Sexy Star returned to put the belt on her. So they seem to really like Sexy Star as their champ. So who see who knows? Um, Ali Wansa, five dollars Canadian. So it's WWE out of the uh, sorry. So it's WWE out of the equation for Sexy Star for the time being. Yes. Yeah, screw her. Yeah, d- yeah, delivery. Yeah. Sorry about that. Delivery? <laughs> I feel so bad. I was just a jerk. I, 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 I opened up the door, and I said, I can't right now. I'm working. And I closed the door on him, and then he rang the doorbell, and he said, I'm trying to deliver something. I was like, oh, man, I feel like a jerk right now. <laughs> Oops. Oh. <laughs> man. I was Steve be a jerk, and Gypsy's barking. And then my sister had some crap shipped to my door, like just a bunch of it. Wow. I swear, man. What the heck? She has a house of her own now. I'll tell you, Steve. Anyways, were you talking um, about the reaction? Uh, well, no. I re- went through all the reaction, the quotes from Twitter. went through all that already. Yeah. Went, fr- uh, went through WrestleCade's post about how they're uh, canceling Sexy Star's booking at their event in November. I was t- going to Super Chat. Oh, yeah. Already on the Super Chat. Tim nice. Burton, five pounds. Says, I like what the Iron Sheik had to say. I make you humble. What did Iron Sheik have to say? You go, go to the next super chat. I'm gonna take a look at Iron. No, that was the last super chat. Oh, man, I was going. So it'll be interesting to see how things play out. I'm, you know, so, uh, Emilio Hernandez said that uh, he doesn't suspect that AAA will punish Sexy Star in any way. Oh, this is what Iron Sheik said. Vern, tell me to break the Hogan leg, bring the belt to Minnesota. I never cross the business or the worker. Sexy star, you big time jabroni. <laughs> uh, his, Monday, his Monday motivation tweet this morning was, don't be a effing jabroni. It's funny, that's like the one curse word you haven't said of all the things we've been reading. Here's the thing, dude. This is, this is going to be demonetized. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like we, have, we have the word sex in the title as demonetized. I know. You know. Uh, um, here we go. Uh, just, just to... Just to you know, to complete the, the demonetization, the Iron Sheik here says, and the winner is, go fuck yourself, hashtag VMAs. Alto Votaje, uh. Votaje, sorry, $2. Did you hear Moro call the Mayweather fight? You did. I did. I watched the Mayweather fight. We can talk about that for a second. That ain't yeah. wrestling. I mean, it happened the same day as it happened the same day, yeah. Uh, more of a fight than I thought it was going to be. I, thought, I explained this to you before uh, we went on air. I, uh, I figured... That, you know, given that somebody, uh, Conor McGregor has had zero boxing experience, that Mayweather could just go in there and, uh, you know, go at him like the dude's like a 12-year-old. But uh, Conor, I still feel, I kind of feel that Mayweather had the opportunity and maybe he just, maybe he just like wanted to stick to the plan. Mm -hmm. But I kind of feel like Mayweather took it easy on him for the first couple rounds. And I know he's like stepping back and letting him tire himself out and analyzing. That's what he said. Yeah. You know, he says, uh, he says that I understand that Connor, you know, he's used to wrestling 25 minute matches, not, you know, going to 10 rounds. I mean, the the first time he went that long against Nate Diaz, he was gassed out. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that I just, I get the feeling that Mayweather was like, you know, these people paid a bunch of money. I'm not going to just knock the guy out in 10 seconds. But I could be wrong about that. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, no, it's cool, it cool hearing Morrow do that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I was kind of bummed out I, get, I didn't get a chance to watch it and yeah. hear his commentary. Yeah. Moving on. Will the New Day be the best tag team ever? Wait, did you already do the Oscar story, too, while I was gone? No, that's the last story. Wow. Interesting. So, uh, according to the Wrestling Observer, the reason the New Day dropped the SmackDown Tag Team titles to the Usos at SummerSlam, I guess in kind of surprising fashion, is because Vince wants them to set a new record for tag title reigns, establishing them as the greatest tag team in history. Now, currently, the Dudleys hold the record with nine title reigns. You know... And, And the New Day right now 
have three. I think I, this kind of uh, here's the thing about this. It, it, it a lot of it depends on Vince's been bad here time frame. Yeah. If he wants this to happen within the next year, <laughs> that's a bit much. Yeah, a little bit. Huh? But say with the span of the next three years, yeah, I can see it happening. Here's the thing: it's not. I don't think necessarily it's how many title reigns they have. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the feuds they're involved in. Mm-hmm. Like if they're in, involved in three feuds and they win the the belts and drop them twice. With each feud and set the record that way, that's gonna be kind of lame. Oh yeah, for but sure. But if they're in like some serious protracted feud where yeah. the belts change hand, it feels organic and it helps everybody involved. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Okay, well let's for take, exa- hold, on, hold on. For example, uh, they went back from the Usos at Hell in a Cell yeah. in October. Um, have another feud in between after WrestleMania and Sanity gets called up. Mm-hmm. Have Sanity and New Day feud for the rest of 2018. Yeah, and have them. Trade the titles a couple times. Yeah. That would be really cool because not only are, are, are you you're, you're having New Day go up against the foe that's legitimate and potentially dominant, having them overcome that. Yeah. At the same time, you're bringing Sandy up to the main roster and establishing them as a as a, as a force right away. Yeah. I think that's great. But just to have them go into two or three feuds and just change the, or trade the belts a couple times, I don't know. It doesn't really seem to do much. Okay. Well, other just to pad their 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 reign. Okay, so this is what I'm going to look at. I'm, the Dudley Boys currently have the record. I'm going to take a look and see at what point, because I I don't remember if they were traded a lot. I mean, you had three really hot teams during their yeah. peak, yeah. the Hardys, Edge, and Christian, and, of course, the Dudley yeah. Boys. And so they were in the WWE originally from 99 to 2005, so that's a six-year window they had to set that record. That's a fairly big window right there. Yeah. And if the New Day, like you said, if they do it within a span of like two or three years, two or three, three years, years yeah. I think would be great. Um, then, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Um, so it looks like the Dudley Boys won them less than a year after they came in. So they came in February 2000. Um, uh, their reign was a month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they won them again, which is fine. But it's like they won them again. But, yes, like you said, there was a lot of really, really, really good 43-day reigns. A lot of really good uh, tag teams then. 20. And apart from on SmackDown, apart from the New Day and the Usos. Because yeah. you had guys, oh, yeah, you had APA at the time. You had yeah. Ben Juan Jericho. You had yeah. a two-man power trip. Booker T and Test apparently were tag team at one point. Spike Dudley and Test. So they, they had long, they had a six-year, they had six years of longevity there. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's pretty impressive. Um, I don't know. And then you get into the debate about, you know, what's, what's more important, the number of days or, like, you know, how long your reign is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number of reigns. I mean, they, they already hold the record for the longest reign mm-hmm. in WWE as far as tag champions. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's, it's accolades like that that strictly determine the greatest tag team ever. Right. I mean, if I ask you, what is the greatest, in your estimation, who are the greatest, what is the greatest tag team of all time? Oh, man, I don't know. But what is your, what is your primary criteria? Number of belts won? Impact on the industry? Yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's kind of it. It's impact on the industry. Um, I mean, to me, it would it would be up there with, well, I would say either, probably say the Road Warriors, them or the Steiners. What would you say? I mean, you, can tie, you maybe toss like a... It, it's okay. I, I would I would put all these guys up there. I'd put, I would put the Dudleys, mm-hmm. Edge and Christian, and the Hardys. They would all be mm-hmm. in the conversation. In the mix, yeah. Road Warriors would be in the conversation. Yeah. The Steiners, Harlem Heat would be in the yes. conversation. Doom would be in the conversation. So you'd have you. I mean, there, there's a lot to sort of choose from. I know. And you know, I don't know what you know the the, the reigns, the number of reigns were, but I think impact on the industry. I think for me, I'd probably be hesitant not to say the Road Warriors. What would you say? Yeah, they have to be in the in the conversation, right? For sure. Yeah, the outsiders. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, NWO. Yeah, kind of. No, not really. Not really. Um, in terms New of New Age Outlaws, a good case can be made for the New Age yeah, Outlaws. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of impact, New Day, at least in oh, in the modern age, for sure. Yeah, you the impact they've made on the main roster. They are one of the most popular acts going right yeah, now. I know. On the on a very short, like in the top three at least. Yes, you know. Yeah. No, I know. And so yeah, I think you know in in the modern day right now. Here's here's my thing. This is this is what I like about this idea. 
is that it means they're not going to break them up anytime soon. Yes. And I think that while they're hot, keep them hot. It's not a situation like the Shield where you have three guys who so obviously can do huge things as single competitors. Yeah. We all have faith in the New Day as singles competitors, but we've also seen the New Day as singles competitors, and we've seen what they can do together, and there's just zero reason to break them up anytime soon. Yeah. So it's kind of good. I, I, I like the idea that uh, that they're not that there's no plan to break them up anytime yes. soon. So, so in that respect, I think it's great. Say they are together at least another three years to break this record, get ten tag title reigns. They would be a team for about six years. We have some great, by the way, here in chat, we've got some great uh, candidates oh, for best tag yeah. teams. Um, so a six-year span of which uh, of time during which they were ten times champions. Mm-hmm. Um Made a tremendous impact on the his, on, on on the industry. How many times have they been champions at this point? Three. They've been oh, they've been the last. Okay. When was it third? And one of them was like the longest reign ever. Yeah, yeah. So I think them ha- having the record for the longest reign ever is almost just as important as them breaking the record for most reigns in total, because that means for a year and a half they were the most dominant tag team. Oh, I I actually in the company. No, I I, I actually personally I prize that over. Number of reigns, mm-hmm. like, you know, the the amount of time. Or the, how long are they? Four hundred and eighty something days. Jeez, no, that is that is absolutely special. That's great. But then you look, you know, I mean, we know it because you know the 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 reign they broke for all time was demolition, mm-hmm. right? But then before that, it was Kendrick and London, mm-hmm. which isn't exactly you don't you wouldn't consider them as one of the greatest tag teams of all time because they didn't really have. I mean, I guess like you know. You can say that that you know I'm a big fan of both those guys. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like they were they were sort of around in a time when it was. You know, yeah. Who really cares? I yeah. think they were like the SmackDown tag champions. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So who cares? I like those guys though. No, I do too. I, I think they're both very good. Yeah. Very very good. But no, I understand your point, and and I kind of worry like right now the SmackDown tag division is thin. It's yeah. the New Day, it's the Usos, and not really anybody else. Fashion police, although they have not really, they're it's like fashion police. Police are more of like a comedy skit act, yeah, as opposed to even a comedy wrestling yeah. act. So they're going to need an influx of talent on the SmackDown if this is their idea is to to have the New Day start winning the belts and then losing them. Yeah, yeah, but you know, hopefully, this is something that is a plan that's thought out for the long term. And I know. I mean, I, I hope so. I can't even say that without. I like hope really so, smiling. but I know Vince is involved, and I know that's not the case. <laughs> oh, it's not the case. <laughs> They're gonna be the greatest tag team of all time. Break them up. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's great if it's, if it's the case. Yes. Oh, I think it'd be spectacular if they can take the time to do it, do it right, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I think it would it would it would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Just and they have to do it right. And even like another, you know, if like two years from now they bring them back over to Raw, have oh, yeah. a couple of oh, that'll have to happen. over yeah. there, yeah. then, yeah. I mean, they're like I said, they're already the most impactful tag team of the modern day. Oh, yeah, easily. Going back to, I don't know, like, go, I would say going back to like the, yeah, going back to that Attitude Era, you know. Probably. I mean, I don't really rate anybody in the, like the Kendrick and London era. I don't really rate anybody, you know. It's yeah. Like, who's really around there. Yeah. So let's talk about some super chats. We got some more super chats. Yes. Uh, Emilio Hernandez uh, says thoughts on Suzuki versus Cody at Death Before Dishonor. Oh, I can't wait. That's gonna be Ooh. great. This that's gonna be really interesting. I know. See how Cody Rhodes is able to to hold up against the old bastard I know. Suzuki. I know. It's gonna be good. I'm, it's I'm, gonna be good. I'm looking forward to that. Donnie Ray, uh, better Mayweather fight, Big Show or McGregor. Going into the fight, I would have said uh, Big Show. But after it, I say McGregor. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, Leslie Haynes, $5. Did WWE book Cena to bury Corbin on purpose or accidental? Oh, there was no accident about that. There wasn't any accident about no. that. No. Yeah, watch our daily show from Friday, this past Friday. Talk about all that. Tim oh, Burton. That's a good question. How about the New Day freebirding a singles title? I think that'd be great. People have brought that up before. I love that idea. Yeah, me too. I think it's fantastic. I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's like way too many. There's like way too many uh, singles competitors. I know, but after they break, we need that. Think about it. If they really want to separate the New Day from every other tag team in history, mm-hmm. have them have the longest reign, 
have them be at least in the conversation for most reigns, mm-hmm. and then have them as a group defend the singles title. Something no other tag nobody's ever done. That I, I can think of has ever done that. Yeah. That's really a way to elevate them to another level. Yeah, I don't like that, man. I would say more so than just having them beat the Dudley's record. Have yeah. them defend as a group a singles title. Yeah. That's something unique. Do we have more super chat? We have one more from Mr. Michael Law. Would y'all make a new fantasy booking show on the channel? I've got I've only done one episode on my channel, youtube.com forward slash MSD here. Steve Books Raw. Mm. But I've only mm-hmm. done one episode because I, I literally have no more time on it. I know. All time. Time is take, a And then this Friday. It's funny. Because Friday used to be kind of the take, take it easy day. Yeah. Now it's the sit down at my desk and do a bunch of stuff day. So you have your weekend free. This Friday I'm going to. I'm going, and even on the weekends. But you know me. I just like to work. Yeah, you like to do things. This Friday. Oh, you're going on vacation this I'm going, weekend. I'm going, to, going to L.A. this weekend. Starting on Friday. So I don't know what I'm going to do. GFW review in the air? Nah, I'll do it Thursday night. Oh, you're fine? Wait, what? No, in the air. I mean, in the air is in. Am I going to do it? Oh. Status in the air? I thought you were going to actually do it on the plane. No, I'll do it while I'm driving. Okay. There you go. Good idea. While you're driving. Yeah. I know Lacey's coming with me. She's not going to drive. I'm going to drive while I'm working. Perfectly safe. That's a good idea. All right. Good. Let's talk about Great. Oscar. So, anybody who doesn't want spoilers about Asuka. Stop probably, watching now. Probably kind of too late, but we're going to talk about... Her and the title and the future of herself and the NXT Ooh. Women's Championship. Oh, one, so. la- one last thing from uh, one last super chat from Emilio Hernandez. Thoughts on the on the Young Bucks getting a cease and desist from WWE for suck it. Did well, that actually happen? I hadn't heard that. Uh, it might have been in their latest being the Elite. Oh, but I never know if that's jokey jokes or not. Yeah, because like in the last episode, uh, Cody opened up a letter as a cease and desist. Um. But I don't know if that's true or not. Hmm. So I don't know if that's just part of their jokey jokes. Yeah, or it could be. If that's real. It'd be weird if it was real. Yeah, of all the things. Like, we really want the Young Bucks, but we're going to give them a cease and desist. I don't think they own... The WWE can't trademark suck it. They might be able to. Because it was very... Uh, I don't know trademark law that well. But I'm saying because it was so tied to one particular group that was yeah. in WWE. They might have a case. I don't know. Do, we, do you know if our, if our buddy Grimm has trademarked Eat It Yeah? I don't know. <laughs> My favorite thing is when you bust up that randomly. We'll just be sitting here and he'll just say, Eat It Yeah! He <laughs> <laughs> <You> snorted. <laughs> I did. Let's get back to Oscar. So again, spoiler alert. Oscar. If you don't want any spoilers for uh, NXT television that's happening, I want to say in like three or four weeks, then stop watching. Yeah. So during the last round of NXT TV tapings, which happened last Thursday, after we'd already uh, shot all our news for the week, Oscar mm-hmm. dealing with an injury. Yeah. So I don't know if that necessarily played into the, the decision. From what I understand, they did not mention, they didn't say that on air. Yeah, that's what yeah. I understand too. Um, she vacated the NXT Women's Championship, ending her reign at over 500 days. Ooh. ooh. Um, uh, during the segment where she vacated the title, William Regal mentioned that they, uh, they were going uh, undergoing uh, negotiations with both Raw and SmackDown. And the recent rumors, um, I think Pro Wrestling Sheet has reported this, suggested that Asuka will be on her way to Raw, possibly debuting at the TLC pay-per-view on October 22nd, which would fit into her six to eight-week recovery um, time for her fractured right collarbone. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the NXT Women's Championship, Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio mentioned that there is talks backstage about naming the winner of the May Young Classic Ooh, as the new NXT yeah, Women's Champion. No, no. The winner, this is how it should be. The winner of the May Young Classic should be a number one contender. The And then NXT, over on NXT have their own uh, tournament uh, for their own number one contender. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be what is the field in May Young? Uh, 32? Yeah. Okay. 32 versus, what, like, what, eight, eight. people over yeah. on NXT? And eight. a bunch of, like, Sarah Logan, she's in the Mae Young Classic. So some of the people in NXT are already doing it. So even, like, a six-person tournament to determine a number one contender over on NXT. Yeah, I saw that. We'll read that after. Um, that's how you do it. Yeah. You, you get your two number one contenders because what? Then why, why would the NXT women not have been in the Mae Young Classic? Well, some it's of their title. They've been around. They've been introduced. Some were, but like the newer ones, yeah. like I, the iconic duo weren't in there. No, neither was Ember Moon. Sony the Villain, I think, was. No. She wasn't. Ember, yeah, Ember Moon. Give me a break. Are you kidding yeah. me? She should be number one contender. Yeah. That's how they should do it. No, I agree. 
Um, so how, so uh, we got all sorts of tweets about this when it uh, when it went down. Yeah. Some people were into it. Some people were not in terms of the idea of her vacating her title. Um, number one, let's speculate. Do you think this was because of her injury? It's hard to sit here and say conclusively one way or the other, sure. obviously, but given the timing, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it played into it somehow. Yeah, I, I, what you said there I think exactly mirrors what I'm thinking. I think they were always going to have her vacated mm-hmm. or just show up on main with it. Yeah. But I think the injury aspect of things may led them to hasten that storyline. Or, or led them to execute it in the manner that they did. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, I don't believe, I don't think they were ever going to have her drop that title. I don't think that was going to happen. Um, and a lot of people were, you know, there was some criticism about this saying, you know, well, this buries the rest of the NXT women's division because nobody could beat her. I don't agree with that at all. I think that there was nobody else. If you think about it, they called up a bunch of people. I mean, well, they, let's see, who have they, they called up from NXT without winning that NXT Women's Championship. On top of my head is Carmella. Yeah. And then has there been... Alexa Bliss never won it. Alexa Bliss had never won it. And, they called they, and yeah. she's, I think, the only one to win both Raw and SmackDown Women's titles so far. Exactly. So in those situations, you, you brought up two competitors who had the longevity to perhaps be the ones... And I don't, I'm not sure that Carmella or Alexa Bliss ever would have been booked over Asuka. I, I don't really see that as happening. But... There hasn't been anybody in the division. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of like in the authors of pain before they just sort of shoehorn sanity into the equation. I mean, sanity made sense because they had strength in numbers. That's yeah. the only reason why they won, according, yeah. you know, according to the booking. It was the only reason that it made sense for them to win. Um, but there was nobody else. I mean, you know, Shinsuke had Bobby Roode, who was a legit contender. I mean, Ember Moon was the most... If they were going to have mm-hmm. anybody yeah. beat her, Ember Moon was the most logical choice. Yeah, exactly. And, and they just, yet they still didn't do it. They had they had two ways they could have gone. They could have had Ember Moon take it or not. And they went with the route that would make Asuka, who's already proven to be a huge commodity. Yes. You know, they kept her legend alive. Yep. And I think that's fantastic. I think that's great. Nobody, nobody, and maybe things would have been different had Ember Moon not been injured. And if they had... I also think if they had tweaked her character, the the development of her character a bit more, because I think that I honestly think they've dropped the ball on that a couple times. I I honestly think that they it hasn't been for a lack of trying with Ember Moon. They just inadvertently have failed. They, and and it's and it's not a thing because they get it right so many times in NXT. I know. I just think with her they were kind of confused. It's like okay, I, we mentioned this before on the NXT, yeah, 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 yeah on the takeover thing. I think. They had, okay, originally she was going to be this person with mystique. Well, it seemed like. I mean, that, that was the impression we got just based on how she was presented um, uh, in terms of her packaging, in terms of her, her overall gimmick. That was her, before she ever, ever said a word, though. Right, exactly. Her introduction was, this, you know, she was like, it was, it was so, I love when they do that stuff. Like at the Full Sail University there, she's like running around the campus. She's like outside. And I just imagine like people with backpacks like, is that a kind of player or I know, something? I know, so weird. Um, and then, you know, they I, the first time I remember her like really sort of talking was when she was on the pre-show for one of the one of the takeovers, I think. And uh she was on the panel and she was just talking like and then at that point it's like, well, wow, she's got some charm. She kind of has a girl next door quality to her. And yet we're presenting her as this like werewolf person. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like what do you do in that situation? How do you book that character at that? So they point? try to do, they try to do both. Yeah, they try to, and you can't like there there's well there there's there is a way you can do it, but they never did it, which, which is when she's the, the demon valor thing, kind of yeah, yeah yeah, where she can flip a switch, and when yeah. she's ready to compete, she becomes mm-hmm. this other person, the Hulk almost yeah yeah yeah. You know? But when she's not wrestling, and then then she is the down to earth relatable Ember Moon. Yeah, but they try to have it both ways without making that distinction. Exactly. If yeah. they had just made that distinction, it would have made a lot more sense. Right, right. Yeah. Milk Queen says it's on the San Antonio pre-show. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, uh, I, I think I think that with with some because she has everything in the ring. Oh yeah. And on top of that, it's like not just that, but then how they rolled out the storyline of the Eclipse being this devastating finisher. You heard about it. Oh, what, how, oh, what happened in the performance center? Yeah, stuff people like that. Sent to the hospital and it stuff. Just, and then they did that one time with Billy Kay when it was like, whoa, did she actually mess her up? 
And then it just became kind of confusing. It's like, wait, was that a shoot? Was that real? Like, would she actually get messed up from that? But no, it turned out to be a worry. It was just, you know, yeah. she was just selling really well. Yeah. And it seemed to be the start of, like, a storyline of the Eclipse. But then they just sort of fumbled well, that. Well, it was a storyline up to Oscar uh, and Ember Moon's match in Orlando mm-hmm. where Oscar had to cut corners. Yeah, right, right, from, right. From uh, eating an Eclipse during that yeah. match. But then after that, yeah, they dropped it completely. They dropped it completely. And Oscar kicked out of one. I know. At her last one, which I thought, I thought was a shocking moment. It really was. It was a really shocking moment. And I'm sorry, but that to me... You know, you go you go with what you totally know is going to work. And Oscar has they they did this they did this title reign almost perfectly, and that's what worked. You know, they they have her going to Maine with this incredible streak, um, and I I think they did it the right way because here's the thing: there's Oscar. I don't think it buries the rest of the roster because there's Oscar and there's everybody else, and everybody else is pretty much on the same level. I yeah. mean, you have Ember Moon up there; she's sort of the alpha. Yeah, she's the top. But then everybody else isn't that far behind her. Oscar is in a league of her own, and they've established that by referencing Goldberg. Yeah, you know, by referencing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I personally think they did it right. I understand the point of view out there saying that you know she buried the rest of the NXT women's roster. I don't believe it. No, I don't think so either. Because every match, every title match people have had against her. They all put in really good showings. It's not like they were squash matches. Nikki Cross had a great uh, last woman standing match. Correct. Against uh, Oscar. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ember Moon's two matches against Oscar at the takeovers were both really good. Yeah. Um, everybody's had really good showings. Mm-hmm. Just in the end, just couldn't get get it done. Yeah. That's it's as simple as that. Yeah. Wait, was Nikki Cross and Oscar? It wasn't last woman standing. It was just false count anywhere. I don't remember. I think it was the false count anywhere. Okay. Whatever, that match was good. It was the last one. I can't remember the exact stipulation. Yeah, I remember, I remember the either. finish, but I don't remember the, the ref counted 10 until Hoskett's the last one get up. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyways, good match. Check it out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's take some super chats. There's some questions. Uh, Emilio Hernandez, $2. He said, uh, I guess referring to the Young Bucks, they yeah. have to take their shirts down. That's a bad move. Let's, let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay. That's a bad move on the WWE's part. Yeah. That's a really bad move. Because you have a real good chance at signing these guys in like two years. You know what I mean? Also, they, they keep that phrase relevant. Yeah, I allowing know. Allowing you to potentially sell more DX shirts. I know. That's ridiculous. Here's the thing. Okay, so the Young Bucks have how many shirts on Pro Wrestling TV? A hundred. A ton. A lot. And there's like a new one every week. And they have their own merch store, too. Right, exactly. That sells so, some designs that, that aren't on their pro wrestling shop. I would kind of understand if it was a hot topic thing. If it was part of a oh, hot topic be. deal, could be. I could kind of understand that. It's like, hey, hot topic, we have a deal with you about the deal. But still, the money that you could potentially make signing the young bucks down the line is huge compared to I would think. And this is all comparatively speaking. I'm sure those, you know, if they have shirts out there that say suck it on it, like for you and I, it'd be huge money. Yeah. For them, compared to the fact that they have a ton of shirts that don't have that phrase on it, it's probably, you know, a drop in the bucket. Yep. It's certainly compared to the WWE's revenue. You'd think so. It's a drop in the bucket. You'd think so. So why you would want to sort of turn them off to your company. Yeah. When you know you can make a ton of money off them yeah, in a couple of years if they know. decide to sign. Because I would think they would. I honestly think that they would. Like, I don't see them going, like, the path of the Briscoes. Like, in terms of, you know, the Briscoes. I love I love the Briscoes. But you sort of sit here and think, well, what more can they really do there in Ring of Honor? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Young Bucks, I, I it, you know, wouldn't, you know, who was it? Wasn't AJ? Or? Yeah, I just said he thought in the next five years that they'd be signed that it'd be. Right. And he was trying to convince them to come along. Yep. When Back he when he signed. signed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, I, it, it's. I yeah, know. it's kind of confusing. I don't get it. Why are you, why are you poisoning that particular well? You know. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Michael Law, 2011. So, is that a maybe? I don't know what he's referring to. What was his last question? Because he asked if we're going to do a fantasy book. Oh, there are no gotcha. plans currently to do a fantasy gotcha. book. Gotcha. Thanks for remembering that. However, I've got. Steve our fantasy Raw. our fantasy booking shows are uh, WGPW and WSTW yeah, exactly and Steve after we books book. Raw yeah sure <laughs> also he says quick book heel Bailey you know who my tag champions are in Steve books Raw it's the revival the, it's the enforcers oh <laughs> good I don't really stick to the current roster oh yeah that's right I'm about to re- I'm about to form the Bullet Club too quick book. Hmm? 
Heel Bailey. Uh, oh, book a heel Bailey. She'd just be mad that Sasha took her spot, won, won the belt, and that she thought that she should have won, and then gets mad and starts healing on her. She goes in. Oh, heel Bailey. Yeah, heel Bailey. I thought he meant like a healing Bailey. Like oh. H E A L. Oh. Some of us don't know how to spell heel and heel, including our president. Um, yeah, because I'm going to go with the heel, healing Bailey. Okay, that's good too. So, like, well, I mean, it's the healing power to, of hugs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think she gets in the ring like she defies the doctor's wishes and gets in there and she just tells people, don't touch, don't touch my shoulder. Don't touch it. Stop it. Don't touch my face. Oh, so she's not healing people? Oh, you meant that. Like yeah. she's healing people. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, that'd be good too. No, it'd be like, um, it'd be like, uh, didn't John Travolta in that uh, Phenomenon movie? Yeah. Didn't he have? Well, he had powers. Yeah. I don't know if he was necessarily They weren't healing powers. powers. I've never seen the movie. What movie is it when somebody goes like this and then it glows? Oh, that's an episode of Next Generation. Yeah. How did I get that confused with Phenomenon, a John Travolta movie? Oh. I don't know. I don't know either, man. What a mess I am. Yeah. Anyways, my stomach's starting to grumble. Me too. I'm going to eat a lot of chili today to counteract my illness. I get all these emails from school. Oh, my goodness. Is this the point in the show where Steve vents? Back to school night. I got to go to that now? It's too much going on, man. Anyways, uh, do we have anything to add before we go? I don't think Any so. other wrestling? Oh, I'll be honest. It's a little foggy up here right now for Earl Larson because I took some NyQuil last night and I woke up all drowsy. <laughs> that sentence was the most old-timey sentence ever. Let's talk about Jeff Jarrett for a little bit. Oh, do we have to? So he was at Triple Mania. Let's talk about Triple Mania for a bit. Here's okay. the thing about Triple A, all right? I love it so far. How was the, uh, the, the, the Johnny Mundo match? Great. I want to check that out. It, but, dude, it's – what did he say? God, some of the commentary was hilarious because the disregard for the disregard for like the wrestler's safety is is a is a tad much because one of those guys oh I think it was El Ijo de Fantasma uh, which means son of the ghost um, mask wrestler and his mask got busted open when he got busted open bad. Like there was it wasn't Jordan Devlin bad, but it was like everywhere. Was it Steve Carino bad? Oh, it was up there with Steve Carino. He's like one of the best leaders in the business. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. He was a bloody mess. I forget who he was. Uh, it was a triple threat. I forget the, the, the guy he was fighting. Um, but that was uh, that guy was bleeding pretty profusely. Not wow. Johnny Mundo. Um, but, uh, so Jeff Jarrett comes down. So they have their own like New Japan Rumble. Yeah, but it's all uh, trios, right? Was that what it was? Yeah, that's why I read that it's all trio tag teams. But everybody, every man for themselves. Yeah, okay, the okay, yeah. yeah. I was a bit confused because... Moose, Jeff Jarrett, and Lashley were all in there. Yeah. But then at one point, Moose and Lashley were fighting each other. At one point, they were teaming with each other. At some point, they, they started fighting each other. Yeah, I read about it, and that was my understanding. That it was Jeff Jarrett comes down with a bunch of tortillas, and he starts flinging them out to the audience. <laughs> I'll admit, dude, I was, I was laughing. It's so it, – because it's so stupid – and, I mean, I'm not going to say it's offensive necessarily. I mean, obviously it's in bad taste, but the word offensive is thrown around so often these days for stuff that it's like, it's just silly. And I, just, thought he read, I thought I read this is the second time he's done this. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I thought I, I read when one. When did he do it before? The last time he was at Triple Mania. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing that I like about it. I mean, because he was full on Jarrett Heel. Um, just laughing. He's all old and leathery and, and you know, his guts all hanging out he these just, days. But he, he, he looks great for his age. He just turned 50. Yeah, exactly. he just turned 50. That's right. Um, but it, it, like, him and LaParka had a face-off, and, uh, and LaParka got the better of him and ended up pinning him. And so I thought to myself, you know what? That's the one situation with Jeff Jarrett that I would be okay with him coming back to GFW is if he fought LaParka in a grudge match. I'd be totally in. You'd have to watch that, right? Yeah, I would, have, I would have to watch that. You'd watch that. I, I, used to, I used to love LaParka. Absolutely. Yeah, LaParka's great. Um, I'm trying to find uh, where, where else Jeff Jarrett showed up at Triple Mania. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I don't know. It was fun. Like, some of the, like the, the, doc, the Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Psycho Clown. They've got, I mean, the, the cool thing is you step into it and you're watching it. And uh, the scope of where they were fighting, you know, like the, just the size of the place was very impressive. 
Um, they have the the six sided ring. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of goofy. So he's uh, he's actually showed up at quite a few Triple Manias. Nineteen, twenty, oh, wow, look at that. Twenty-one. Yeah. And yes, those are the Triple Manias he showed up at. He's wow. been at several other Triple A shows. So. At nineteen, he became the new Mega Champion. Wow, good for him. Um, but it was cool. You know what I, I what I liked about it was that the uh, the design aspect of things was fantastic. Like some of those characters that they have. All like the, the oh yeah the various clown characters, murder clown, psycho clown, different clowns. They were all really terrifying and yeah. cool looking. Yeah, yeah, all the all the, the designs of the characters were fantastic. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, I didn't know Dick about the storylines or anything like that. But it was cool. It was cool to see that. It was cool to see like my friendos in GFW. Mm-hmm. I consider them my friendos. Now. Okay, I want them to do good. No, I want them to do well but too. Again, Moose came down. Do this. Oh, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, he did not do this. Nor did he do this. Oh, that's did, a bummer. I did notice in the last episode of GFW, they were uh, sh- there was a video package they did about their house show tour. Yeah, and like including the baseball stadium one. He came down the baseball stadium one, air guitaring a baseball bat. That was cool. <laughs> Moose is great. I love I love Moose, man. He's great, <laughs> and his theme song is very catchy. Is it Tony Nice levels of catchy? Oh, you hesitate. I hesitate. I love Tony Neese's theme song, though. You know that. But, uh, yeah, no, it was fun. I was actually, I thought I would just have it on the background, but I was, like, really slow in cleaning my office because I was paying more attention to the show than I thought I would. Yeah, I was going to hopefully try to watch it Saturday. I just had too much stuff going on, so mm, yeah. I'm going to try to catch up to it this week. Congratulations to them and Twitch. They had yeah, a, that was huge. They had, like, 75,000 people watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concurrence, which is huge. Yeah, that's massive. Massive. That's really awesome. So, pretty neat. Pretty awesome. So, um, anyways, that's it for the show. Yes. Yeah, we're going to get some lunch. Yes. And uh, so, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you so much for the Super Chats. really appreciate it. Till next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.